0: Resilience, noun, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Resilience is the single thing that keeps us going after adversity, tragedy, trauma, or loss. It keeps us looking towards the future instead of being stuck in the past. So how can we build our resilience, and how do we use it to get through the tough times? I'm Danny Berry, and this is Berry Honest, the place to talk about what you need to talk about. So, resilience isn't like a roller coaster with ups and downs. Rather, it's like a river with forgiving shallows and whitewater rapids. Each twist and turn of the river leads you faced with new challenges, but it's how you prepare for it and deal with them that makes all the difference. Picture a rubber band. They stretch and snap back, and not one rubber band is the same size, shape, or color. Each rubber band can handle some stretching, but some can stretch further. Some are stronger than others, and some snap with the smallest amount of pressure. Now think of us as humans. Not one of us looks the exact same, and some of us survive the seemingly impossible. Resilience is the elasticity of rubber bands. We oftentimes stretch and stretch and stretch until we snap back or break apart. So, what exactly is resilience? Simply put, it's our ability to bounce back. It's our ability to adapt, to change, and overcome everything life throws at us. And resilience doesn't necessarily mean not experiencing stress or grief or suffering. Rather, it includes working through emotional and physical pain. Resilience isn't set in stone. We can learn to become more resilient through a change of certain thoughts and behaviors. However, there's no textbook way to build resilience. It's personal and complex with a combination of inner strength and outer resources like our support systems. Just like rubber bands, not one of us is the same. We each become more resilient through our own thoughts and actions. Trauma is a huge test of one's resilience. What seems like the worst thing on earth to one of us may seem completely different to others. What may cause somebody to develop a mental illness may not even phase someone else. Trauma is unique. Each traumatic event we go through, we handle in our own ways. These traumatic events don't have to be life altering though. They shouldn't determine your life, your personality, or you as a person. So, scientifically, resilience is the process of adapting. Not only do we bounce back, but most of the time, we grow as people emotionally and mentally. Imagine resilience as a muscle. We can grow it by working it out and practicing a few different things. It focuses on four main components. Connection, wellness, healthy thinking, and overall purpose. Let's focus on connection for a moment. In many cases, traumatic events make us feel like we're alone in the world, right? Prioritizing your positive relationships and joining groups are two ways to build resilience. Focusing on positive connections with others and finding support in those who have been through it are two major ways to grow. Think about this. Are you the first person to go through this? Is this the first time this traumatic event has happened to anyone on Earth? I'm positive you are not alone. You just have to find the right group of people to communicate with. There are hundreds upon hundreds of different support groups out there, most of which meet virtually since COVID-19. A quick little Google search can yield some major results to getting to talk to somebody that's been through what you're going through. Support groups are super helpful, considering that the people in them have been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Positive relationships are also a huge factor into building resilience, since negativity tends to make your mental health worsen. Focus on finding the happy, go-lucky, compassionate people in your life. These people should validate your feelings, which supports resilience. The key to connection is to not isolate, and if anyone knows how hard that is, it's me. When something happens in life, we tend to crawl back into our comfortable shell, but it's a habit we all need to break. I have a challenge for you. Spend one night a week doing something you love with someone you love. Whether it's going to dinner with your spouse, having a family game night, or simply hanging out with friends, take an evening to surround yourself with the people who care the most you'll see a major difference in your life. Wellness is another key factor to resilience. Self-care is super important to building not only your mental health, but your physical health as well. Why is building both important, you may ask? Well, stress is just as much physical as it is mental. Proper eating habits, good sleep, and frequent exercise all help build resilience by strengthening not only your body, but your mind as well. Staying hydrated is also super important, and water is best. Mindfulness is also a key to resilience. Journaling and guiding meditations can help you build positive connections with yourself, as well as build hope that you can, and will, overcome whatever life throws at you. These practices can also help you in future times of trauma or hardship, since you've done the work to get through tough times before. Avoid negativity, such as alcohol, drugs, or promiscuity. These three coping skills may help you feel better short-term, but by the next morning, when the high is worn off, you're still going to be dealing with the same problems. Now, healthy thinking doesn't really mean ignorance. It means keeping a positive outlook in times of adversity. And believe me, I know how hard it is to remain positive when everything's going wrong, but it really does have its benefits. Optimism helps us realize that even though bad may happen, good may happen too. When I was going to meetings, I learned this thing called the serenity prayer. Now, I'm not going to get into religion, but the prayer goes like this. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Change is a part of life. We all go through it. Things can't stay the same forever. People pass away, relationships fall apart, and friendships drift. Sometimes these changes are positive, but sometimes they're negative. With change in your life come change in your goals. Accepting that sometimes we need to change because of the things we cannot is not the easiest thing. But it will get easier as time goes on. Perspective plays a huge role in how we feel. Irrational thinking, like thinking the world is out to get you, has an impact on our resilience. Try reminding yourself that the irrational thoughts are just that, irrational. They're not reality. And most importantly, learn from your past. Use your past experiences to help change how you respond to dramatic events in the present and future. You've done it before, and you can do it again. Finding a purpose in life is one of life's greatest challenges. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? We're all here for a reason, so what's yours? Maybe your reason is to put a smile on everyone's face that you meet or to help those in need. Try volunteering at a homeless shelter, support those in your life who need it, or simply smile at the woman walking down the street. By helping others, we learn to help ourselves. Being proactive could be a huge factor in finding purpose. Think about your greatest problem in life right now and ask yourself, what can I do this very moment to change this problem? If it's too big of a problem, make it smaller. Starting small can make even the largest tasks seem attainable. So let's do a little exercise. Take out your notepad and write down your answers. On a scale of one to five, with five being the highest, rate how much you relate to these 10 characteristics. Number one, I am able to detect the root of my problems. Number two, I am able to make an effort to change my problems. Number three, I am able to break down my large problems into smaller, more manageable steps. Number four, I know how to recognize my emotions. Number five, I often handle my emotions as they come. Number six, I tend to be calm in times of stress. Number seven, I hope for the best in all situations. Number eight, I trust my own decisions. Number nine, I am self-motivated to be satisfied with my life. Number 10. I am frequently able to read the emotions of others. Add up all of your numerical answers. Those of you who scored a 10 to a 20, you should work on your resilience. You're starting to realize that you may feel like the world is against you, but fear not. You can change the way you see the world. If you scored a 21 to 30, you're getting there. You have an established level of resilience. Some days are tougher than others, but you rarely give up. If you scored a 31 to 40, your resilience level is very strong. Your score is saying that you're pretty decent at dealing with what life throws at you, but there's always room for improvement. And if you scored a 41 to a 50, you're extremely resilient. You rarely fail to bounce back with whatever punches come your way. Good job. Think about what you scored. Do you agree or disagree? Let us know by commenting on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash veryhonest2. Building resilience isn't easy, but it's incredibly worth it. Resilience doesn't just help us mentally, it can actually change our physical illnesses and our quality of life as well. Those with brain injuries who have a high level of resilience are known to have a higher quality of life and report less post-injury symptoms. Many with chronic diseases, such as immunological disorders or rheumatoid arthritis, can benefit from optimism and social support, as well as have an increased immune system response when faced with illness. Those who are more resilient are seen to have lower A1C levels, which contributes to diabetes, and many skin conditions are accompanied by stress and anxiety. Higher resilience means less flare ups. So let's do a recap of today's episode. Resilience is different for all of us, just like how rubber bands have different stretching abilities. Sometimes, we bounce back, and sometimes, we snap. In order to bounce back more often, we should focus on four main components, connection, wellness, healthy thinking, and purpose. These four components are all very unique, but together are the building blocks to becoming more resilient and faced with trauma. We found out our level of resilience and realized what we need to work on personally. And finally, we discussed how resilience has a profound effect on not only our minds, but our bodies as well. Before we end, I would like to share a quote with you by Jodi Picoult. The human capacity for burden is like bamboo, far more flexible than you'd ever believe at first glance. And here's your journal prompt. What are your dreams at the moment? Let us know by tweeting us at Berianus one Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again soon.